Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. We know. We've been living on the ice our whole life. We know there's not a crack in it. I screwed that up. But that I'm bad. Mike. That's Tommy. Hey, how's it going? That's Kevin. They're really bringing the mood down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I screwed up and I just had to go with it. I was not, I don't think I was mentally prepared to start, but we had to start anyway. Uh, a lot of hijinks before the show that you don't know about. They'll be on the Lost episodes, DVD extras yes. of a podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about. Tommy, what's our topic today? Um, we're going to talk about the family life of these uh, these kids. Yes, in D one, and we know we know there's a couple parents that we know about. There's a couple kind of situations that we know about, but other than that, we're kind of riding blind here, and we're gonna use we're gonna use our smarts really to give you the facts and only the facts. We've got lots of those about yeah. the kids. I mean, first of all, we have Jesse and Terry and Mr. Hall. Mr. Hall, he's at every game. He's at every game. Gives up his overtime for gives this. A, obviously, Blue very caring. Game. Yeah. But is there a mother in the situation here? How do we see this kind of playing out? I'd, I'd, I'd say he's a single father. He might be. Yeah. Seems like a, you know, because, I mean, you never you never see them unless their their moms just hate hockey. Or she, she maybe she's like a nurse or something and she works nights or she works the graveyard shift or something like that. So. So... The he, I mean, I think that changes. So, are we saying yes or no? Hmm. I th- I say he's a single father, busting his hump, working two jobs, and going to all the games. Well, yeah, I mean, he carves out what he can to go to the games, you know, to support his boys. Somebody's got to support him. Interesting. See, I don't think if he's a single father, he's going to be able to make it to all those games like consecutively. So, I think there's a mother in the situation there, and I think, I mean, I don't think. The kids are that like I obviously we're talking about these Minneapolis kids and they're running around the street so they're kind of ghetto but I don't think the halls I think the halls are just kind of middle class you know just kind of working hard for the money if you get my drift I don't know what you know, so you think they have like <laughs> they they live in a house but it's like a small like a smaller like two story house kind of you know very you know industrial feel something like that yeah. Yeah, it's small, it's cramped, but they have each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, the mom she works like really long hours, and so she she just cannot deal with like going to the game like after she gets off working like a ten hour shift or something at the hospital or wherever. Maybe she's a crackhead on the street. <laughs> of course, there we go. <laughs> that didn't take long. Starting uh, early. Is there? I mean, <laughs> is there? And I think Jesse and Terry are pretty decent kids, though. I guess Jesse mouths off a lot. So he could have some like residual anger from somebody like leaving the family. I didn't mm-hmm. think about that before. So maybe he maybe is a single father. I don't know. But I mean, is there any indication his mother's a crackhead? Is there any indication that they have a mother? Good point. All right. 
Uh, well, there is a, there is um your rebuttal, our, sir? our first like the first time he speaks uh, in the in the first movie, he says uh, it's basically Gordon is talking to them and they he thinks he's like a, a drug dealer or something, and Jesse's like oh, this is a drug free zone, man. Oh, yeah. Now you better get out of here before we use your eyeballs as hockey pucks or something like that. And okay. so it was very interesting. Immediately they thought like drug dealer, so maybe je- there's something like that happened where you know he's so anti-drug so maybe you know he yet saw again some, kevin some family right. members i don't know yeah i've kind of flipped i think he lives like around some shady places and he's mm-hmm. like his parents i don't know one or two i'm not i think i don't know but they're trying to keep him on the straight and narrow and not like get up in the gang culture terry i don't know maybe he maybe that's why he didn't go on d2 maybe. got lost up in the shuffle any thoughts on Terry and how he reflects his single father parent or household? I'm gonna take that as a no. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I want to move on to Mr. Charlie Conway. Obviously, we know a lot about Charlie and his mother. They live in uh, I guess his apartment. It's an apartment, yeah. Okay. It seems pretty big. Seems nice. Charlie's mom works waitress Mickey's dining car, but she's gonna have another job, right? Or no? Well, we know about Charlie's father. Well, yes. So I mean, they, there could be some money stashed away from his life as a drug runner. For those of you who are unfamiliar with um, what we believe to have happened to Charlie's father, is that he uh, was basically a drug runner for Hans, who of course was this kingpin. And um, he was gunned down or something happened to him. And um, something similar to to Gordon Bombay's father, because we have that, that same hypothesis. And so, uh, yeah, there might be some money stashed away for a rainy day that, you know, she keeps. Or maybe Hans just. Oh, yeah, maybe he's, little, he's oh, like, oh, here, here's something for, for groceries. Yeah. And like, oh, hey, looks like Charlie needs some new skates. Yeah. Okay, so why does she work? In the dining car, then, if she's got this money on the DL. Well, I mean, what else is she going to do? Just hang out? And also, yeah. I mean, you got to think about taxes. Oh, it's a front. Yeah. And it's, just like, it's not that she's like just sitting there. Maybe she gets like $1,000 a month, which is like, that's 12K a year. That's, you can't live on that, especially with a kid. So, and so let's say she makes 24000 from a waitress job, which obviously is, is terrible. So then she's making thirty six, which is doable, just her and Charlie. That was some solid mathing right there. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it wasn't that hard, but Kevin is very impressed right now. <laughs> All right. So, Charlie, and we we kind of established that Charlie does not know about this funding, this this side fund. Oh yeah, he's completely Charlie. Dark. Charlie's oblivious. He doesn't know how like money works. Well, like... I mean, he's pretty dumb too. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, being in a single parent family charlie i mean he's obviously got some issues because like we he always talks about how the guys that casey dates like boo as soon as they see him you know he's he's got some sort of i guess i don't know fear of of father figures what is what's charlie's deal basically got abandonment issues yeah i guess he he's never trusted a man before and so, like, the only men he's known are just, like, ones that 
basically run out on his him and his, and his mom like as soon as they see him and so it's it's really hard for him to trust you know an adult man just because he knows like this guy's gonna gonna leave like so that's why i'm not gonna you know try and get close to the coach or anything like that okay so is charlie running these guys out or are these guys just bad pickings basically and they're just running themselves maybe a out. combination of I both mean, let's be real you'd, you'd probably bolt after you met charlie too well, yeah, but I'm in a different situation than like a 36 year old dude who's like ready to settle down with Casey Conway, <laughs> and then they seize Charlie. So, so I don't know. Maybe she just has poor poor taste in men. I mean, she she's a career waitress. So, I mean, hey, what's wrong with that? There's nothing. Are you hating on all? What if? Oh, come on. The career waitress. Like how many queer queer career <laughs> waitresses do you know that are just like, oh, I've been married for you know twenty six years, whatever. It's been great. I mean, just look at the numbers. Yeah, Kevin, look at the numbers <laughs> of career waitresses. I'm just trying to get you into some hot water. Yeah, I, we were very close there. We were very close. All right, Kevin's just grasping. He has nothing mm, to contribute. Yeah. I'm gonna turn off his mic right now. <laughs> All right, moving on. Adam Banks, we obviously know about his father, Phil, and in our... Bit of an asshole. Yeah, in our Banks episode, we talked about his relationship and how Phil really wants him to, like, push it and go hard and whatnot and really strive for this, which Adam kind of, like, takes on in his personality. But Banks lives in Edina, suburbs, rich kid, cake eater. There's got there's a mom in play here, correct? Do you think maybe is, she's one of those moms who just kind of like gets starts getting drunk like early in the day and like Absolutely I think and, that. And so uh of course you'd like that. <laughs> and so I, I imagine it's something where um like Banks' dad knows like, Yeah, I can't get a divorce, she's gonna take all my money and so he's like, Well, you know, I'll kind of channel all my, my love in, into uh into Banksy and just kinda of, kind of raise him and you know make sure that you know his mom doesn't have any kind of ill effect on him and so that kind of maybe develops the his style of parenting where he he pushes him maybe a little bit too hard because he wants the best for him he doesn't want him to you know be some you know dropout or something he just kind of relies on his parents money or something like that maybe maybe he and and banks mom you know the marriage is it's over basically but they're staying together until banks is old enough and out of the house yeah you know, and then they'll call it quits. But uh So are there any like happy families in this in the di- I feel like this I could think, be one, you know. I think well it could normal. be. I, I think uh Carp's parents are definitely very loving. Okay. They just have a really stupid kid. Yeah. So Okay. So but yeah, Banks could be it could be normal. I mean um it seems like he's an only child. Oh, his brother was a hawk. His brother was a hawk? Yeah. When did that happen? Phil says it. Oh, yeah. His brother was a hawk. All his little, little friends, friends are hawks. hawks. Mm. So he's got a brother. He's got an older brother. Uh, now, I mean, does Banks act in a way like as a as a child of this like marriage and turmoil? Well, I mean, as far as he really knows, everything's, you know, a-okay. Okay. Yeah, and he's, tw- I mean, he he might not be super aware of it just yet. Yeah. Okay. And having like an older brother helps. Like it's not just um like him, you know, and his parents, I guess. So he's got another outlet to kind of be oblivious to it. Okay. His brother what's his brother's name? 
like David, David Banks. See Adam and probably something yeah. I like David. So David, what's going on with David nowadays? He was a hawk, and a car salesman. Yeah, uh, maybe he's like in the finance he department. Like dabbled in 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 the semis, but washed out after a while, and now he's a car salesman. Okay. I think he's a bright guy. Like, I think or, yeah, maybe like a like a like a Wall Street banker or something like that. Yeah. Oh, so is he like how much older is he? Is he like six years old? I'd say like six like or 10? seven. Yeah, I, I bet you. I bet you. Adam really like looked up to him guy. when he was younger. Okay, so this guy goes to college, or he just starts selling cars. Like, what's? Well, no, he just get he just goes to Wall Street. I mean, he doesn't have to go to college to do that. Oh, okay. I think he goes to college. So do I. I think he goes to college and becomes an accountant or something. That's good. Gets a master's in accounting. Kind of, maybe he probably settles down close to uh to banks and them. But in this, I think we're saying he's probably like in his. First, second year in college. Like he starts out as a Wall Street investor and then later in life gets, you know, taken down because of he was running a giant Ponzi scheme. Oh, Moving on. Wow. I'm just saying it could happen. It could happen. David Banks. I don't think that's what David's about. I think no. he's too bright. Yeah. I think David's on the straight and narrow. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. You mentioned Carp and his loving family. <laughs> <laughs> We see, we see Carp's dad, you know, hugging him and celebrating and going to every game. Uh, he, what's Carp's situation? Let's see. I think he's his parents are, you know, definitely very loving. Uh, I think maybe his his mom's like a housewife and his dad works. He's got like a job that doesn't necessarily pay that well, but he really loves. Maybe his dad's a car salesman. No, I don't see him as a car. He, <laughs> he car seems, I don't know. He just seems like you could be a you know car salesman. No. I'd, he'd be. I think he's like too honest to be a car salesman. Like he would be the guy who's like, you know, that's a, that's really a, like we're overcharging you. You need to go get this minivan. That's and get a good price. I don't know. I think maybe maybe he's like a like a teacher or something. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Like, like middle school teacher. Like a PE teacher. No, not PE teacher. I don't think he he's not a he's not like crusted enough. He's too happy to be a PE teacher. They'd have be PE teachers. Mm. I don't think that's Mine like the. Yeah, unless they were like really young because they were enthusiastic, but the older ones are just like, I'm just here until trying. I'm just collecting a paycheck. Yeah, he doesn't seem like that. I think he's like a like a sixth grade like science teacher. Yeah, I was and he, say he wears science. like like crazy stupid ties all the time. He tells bad jokes, but then, you know they like him. Yeah, I like that. So, Carp and they obviously support Carp. You know. They don't know how to buy him a proper equipment though, because he's wearing a football helmet. To them. Well, they, maybe they just don't know about hockey. That's a good point, though. Like, and, none of these kids have equipment, so like, how quote unquote like rich could they be? Yeah, know? the halls they can't be. They gotta be like lower middle class. Yeah, of that they gotta then. be lower. Yeah, I'm I'm changing my mind. I already changed my mind. Like on the halls, like living in the shady. They're living in a shady area. They're not wealthy at all. Mr. Hall, Mr. Hall, I feel like works at like a factory, does some like dangerous shit. There is so interesting. Whenever Gordon is gonna say, "Hey, I'm I'm not gonna coach the Ducks anymore," when he's talking to Charlie in the diner, he said, "I talked to like uh, Mr. Hall. He's gonna coach for the rest of the year, so he obviously has free time." It's a good point. So, it's a good. I don't point. Know, maybe he just maybe got he's like unemployed. Maybe he got laid off. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you know, maybe but he's he collecting I'm, a check. You know, 
Maybe but, he's on like disability or something. Oh, yeah, Why did he go. give up his overtime pay though? He's gonna have a job That's a to have point. overtime pay. Maybe the maybe the halls don't know that. They say. <laughs> no, he just just it was saying that just because. Just so the kids don't understand. He's no. probably lo- he's looking for work, but he doesn't want his kids to know that he got laid off because they would say, well, "We'll stop playing hockey, you know, so you don't have to keep paying these like league fees." But know. that's probably unrealistic. Yeah. I don't know. He works yeah. at a factory. I agree. I think he's got shipped work at a factory. But back to Carp and his parents. His loving, his loving family. <laughs> his loving family. Yes. So Carp, they support him. Like they may not know. Like they want the best for him. They try with what they have, and they give him. Uh, I mean, are they too like supportive though? Uh, do they need to like get on Carp to like lose some weight or like practice or something like that? Well, they do send him to fat camp. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> down the, down that. the line. Yeah, yeah. A little crossover there. I like that. So yeah, oh maybe they like realize it and then send him to fat camp. Well, maybe they thought like athletics would be good for him to like lose weight. It's like, oh, hockey, he can lose weight there. Like mm-hmm. it'd be good for him to make some make some friends. Interesting. So does Carp like hockey even, or does he? I like... think he likes hanging out with his friends. Yeah, I think okay. he was just like, hey, I'll come along. You know, let me grab my football helmet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, move on to Tommy and Tammy Duncan. We don't see their parents, but there's a mention of mom, and mom isn't going to like this. Now, they're figure skaters, and they turn into hockey. So mom, probably one of those that, like, fear of, like, physical sports, physical contact. Yeah, definitely. Where's dad in all of this, though? Because you think, like, if... Like, yeah, you're going to want to be supportive of your kids. And, like, if Tommy Duncan wants to be a figure skater, sure, you can do that. But you think, be like, hey, why don't you play hockey instead? You might want to try to do that instead yeah, of figure a little, skating. A nudge. Because it's, it's obvious that Tommy Duncan isn't, like, all in on figure skating. Yeah. Yeah, dad. So maybe it's, like, a single mom situation. Or maybe, like, dad was super rich, so she got, like, a great amount of money. Interesting. And so, like, figure skating, I imagine, is not a cheap sport. I mean, I know, you, like, all you really need is the skates, but... Gotta have like lessons yeah. and stuff like that. Skates so. are expensive. You gotta buy those outfits. And maybe, yeah. and maybe like the dad is like an absent father. You know, like he travels all the time mm-hmm. for work, and you know he's you know big time executive, yeah, and... Yeah. and so he's never really around. So mom has all the say in you know what the kids are doing. Yeah, and yeah. she doesn't want to like. Well, I'm not taking her to figure skating practice and going to take him to hockey practice. You're she doing gotta the go same get thing. her nails did. Yeah, and are they twins? I don't think so. I mean, I mean, T- Tammy seems like taller and bigger. I feel like Tammy's older, but yeah. And like, I guess looking away, it's not going to be that different. But they don't look like like at all. Let's see. Well, in the classroom scene, I know Tommy Duncan's in it, but is Tammy? Tammy, I yeah, Tammy, I believe is because she laughs. I think when they talk about blue balls, but. <laughs> they must be they must be twins. And also like naming your kids Tommy and Tammy. That's yeah, gotta be like a twin. That's a thing. good point. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So they're twins. But so I mean they seem kinda the middle classiest classiest of them all, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe or are bank, they rich? Upper middle class. Are they rich? Well Banks is upper middle class for yeah. sure. Um Duncan's I don't know. It's I hard think, to tell. I think Banks is like wealthy. Yeah. It's hard to say because they they are um in the same school district as you know the rest of those kids. Yeah. You think if they were like rich suburban, they living in the in the suburbs and going to a, probably a little bit better school district. It's true. Mm-hmm. What is 
I mean, you just jarred my memory, but I mean, what do, what does Phil Banks do? You know, he's he's. I feel like he's on the cell phone his cell phone a lot, like while he's driving. Yeah, he, he was like an early cell phone guy, and he knows Gerald Ducksworth. So is he? Is there like a law connection there? No, I think he that's his lawyer. Oh, or, or okay. That, or that firm is his. You know, and maybe they know each other through a mutual friend, or you know, whatever the case may be. It wouldn't surprise me if he is a lawyer, though. That he seems yeah. like he would be one. Maybe like a, hmm, maybe like a corporate lawyer, yeah. in-house counsel kind of guy. Yeah, I think he's probably general general counsel for, for some kind of. I don't know. Fortune five hundred. Yeah. Interesting. So does he get pissed when they call in, uh, Gordon and D three to help the team? Or is Banks even? I mean, this is another time, another question for another time, I guess. But is Banks part of the scholarship at Eden Hall? Yeah, that does but seem a little. Fun. Just sit on that. We gotta. We gotta. I think he'd be he'd be qualified for like an athletic scholarship. Well, I mean, that's like yeah. I mean, that's like saying. All right, well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. We gotta get back on topic. We're way. We're just bouncing around tonight, or today, depending on when you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I always have to throw that disclaimer. All right. Yeah, because people can't understand when they're actually listening. So yeah. Yeah. Like, what? All right. Now, Guy Germain. Not, we know nothing, really. We know he's going after the honeys. He wears some, like, weird hats and weird clothing. Yes, he does. A lot of clothes in that era were weird just to be okay. the style. Itself. So you don't think that's, like, a, a parental thing that, like, no. his parents are weird? No. I mean, clothes in the '90s were just weird. Okay, I don't know. It's tough. To, uh, I guess they, there's not too many hints about his his home life. I, um, obviously he's he's stable enough to you know have a girlfriend and treat her right and kind of knows how to work a relationship. So maybe he has like loving parents who, similar to Carp, or maybe who, so he, maybe he's like a runaway and he lives. Uh, with his girlfriend's family, a la Roseanne, you know, <laughs> <laughs> a Roseanne reference. Yeah, first to its kind wow. on this show. Maybe so. Maybe he had like a troubled past, because like, he he seems like very well adjusted and everything. But maybe he's got yeah. some demons. Yeah. So, so maybe he, he lives like with his grandma. Oh, yeah. that makes he sense. Lives with his grandparents that makes or something. Sense. Okay, so he's not living with like Connie's family. Yeah, I don't think he's living with Connie's family. I don't, I don't think so. I either. think maybe though his grandparents like live across the street. Maybe. And that's how they like started seeing Childhood. each other. Yeah. Okay. Romance. Now, are Connie's parents pissed about Guy? Like they're like twelve. Do they like think it's funny or think it's cute or are they like, hey? They probably just young. think it's funny. I think the dad they like Guy, but they don't. But they want Connie to break up with Guy because <laughs> well because I it's think like, you want Connie to break up with Guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, they just want they want their daughter to focus on school and you know her studies and hockey. And I guess they don't want to like spread her too thin, you know. I guess if you can only do you can yeah. only do hockey, you can only do this, you know. You can do hockey, you can do school, or you can do Guy. Oh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. All right, so does Connie? Like, want to play hockey? Is that how she gets into hockey? Are, are the parents, like, involved in this and throwing her into hockey? How does she come to the game? Maybe she just, because of Guy. 
Oh, you know, yeah, yeah that's good. Around. Yeah, maybe like they started because uh, Guy didn't really recognize her or whatever. He was, you know, 10, 11. He wasn't really interested yet. And so she's like, oh, I'll, I'll play hockey with Guy and maybe he'll notice me. And then he does. And so maybe that's how it starts. And Connie realizes, hey, I'm actually pretty good at this. Interesting. Because she's, well, she's got to be one of the best players right mm-hmm. at the start. Yeah, top tier. So moving on to Goldberg. Family runs the deli. They tell him he's going to move back to Philly soon. He never does. Uh, what's going on with Goldberg and the family deli? Front for something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We mentioned we, this we before. We established that, yeah. So Goldberg's family's under the, the claws of Hans so, and wait, his empire. Is the deli in Minneapolis? Yeah. Or? So... I mean, what, were they going to sell the deli and then and the move, or well, maybe they're franchise? Yeah, yeah, they're franchising or something. And I mean, it feels like the Goldbergs are from Philly, definitely, because he's wearing the Flyers yeah. jersey. And then, yeah, I don't know how they maybe they franchised it out to Minneapolis, and they're like, we're we're they're letting like a new kind of someone take over, so they can go back to headquarters and like franchise other places. That's, uh, a, it, it doesn't strike me as like a franchise type type of place but and also f- from philly to to minneapolis i don't know just they might have had like family in minneapolis yeah. Yeah. or i think what happened is their deli failed in philly and then or it was it was failing and so they were able to close like get out of their loan whatever and they came to minneapolis where they knew someone who's like hey i you know i got this great property whatever hans said hey come to come to minneapolis i'll oh. set you up nice it all goes back to Hans. Hans pulling the strings. Hans is the mastermind of it all. I like it. All right. Now, Lester slash Dave Averman. Nerdy kid. But I feel like his parents like made him play hockey. Is that a, is that a fair point? Or I, I don't know. I, I think he wants to play hockey because I, I think his dad and his mom are like both like rocket scientists or something. Like total nerds. So he's like, oh, I better do something, you know, to be a man you know and, and he likes hanging out with his friends too i think that he just kind of gravitates and does whatever yeah it's probably the do. carp syndrome where he's yeah. doing what his what his friends are doing interesting this all the kids seem like they know each other i feel like i don't know why but i feel like averman's parents are kind of like embarrassed of him i feel like, i feel like they're like normal parents and then they have like, like this weird, weird kid <laughs> and like what he like do never shuts them? up at the dinner yeah. table and We'll drop him off at hockey camp. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, Peter Mark. All right. I've said this for a while. Um, Peter seems like the kind of kid whose dad beats him. (laughs) That's true. That's true. That's like a fact, almost. His dad beats him. Yeah. Uh, Is there a mom in this situation here? Um, She's probably an alcoholic. Okay. I like where this is going. (laughs) So he's just running like... Yeah, he needs own, hockey. Basically. He he's needs basically hockey. like a street kid. Yeah, he's, you know, he uh, he comes home from school, he puts his backpack down, and he goes right back onto the street to go play with friends. He doesn't want to be at home. He's the kid that always has dinner at an, at his friend's house, you know? He's always Charlie's at the deli. House, he's right? always at the Carps. Yeah. The Carps love Peter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Peter and Carp are like kind of like best friends, you know? When, they're, when Gordon's giving a speech about, oh, I'm a duck, are you a duck? Carp like taps Peter and is like, should we do it? And Peter says no. And so I mean, Peter, I could see that that like Carp kind of likes like Peter's roughness and wishes he was like that. 
and Peter like kind of likes the whole family aspect. Like Definitely. They, and yeah, doesn't Peter have the like the big old baggy jacket? Like yeah, maybe he, he got that from Carp. Oh, from Carp's yeah. family, you know, and because he didn't have anything else, you know. Yeah, he's got like a leather jacket, and he's got like hat that's all messed yeah. up that he like found Nothing in a dumpster. Yeah. All right. Now, last speaking of street kids, Mr. Fulton Reed, the ultimate street kid. Yeah, he just lives on the street. He's like he's like basically like stoop kid. Hey, Arnold, he just lives on stoops. <laughs> yes. Uh, what happened to his parents? He could be another one living with grandma. I think he's. I think he's more likely to be like a foster kid. Yeah. You know, that doesn't want to go back to the home. You know, so he just kind of hangs out in the alley and just, you know, shoots pucks in the street, just because he's pissed off at everybody. Yeah, you know? he's obviously a very angry kid. Obviously, like not very well socially adjusted. Especially in the beginning, like he just kind of like grunts and stuff. Uh, so he just never knew his parents, is what we're saying. Yeah, maybe and maybe they gave him up for adoption. You know, when he was and then he, oh, he was bounced, like a, bounced around from born home to home. at sixteen year old parents or something like that. Yeah, or just parents that gave him up, or you know, and he's been, he bounced around from foster care to foster care, foster home, you know, and boys' homes, and maybe got in a little trouble. Yeah, you for know. sure. Maybe now he has like a, has like a foster mom or something. Yeah, that got him on a on a somewhat straightened path. Yeah, she's like, okay, well, you're good at football. Well, we're gonna we're gonna make this work. So he's been there for a couple of years and kind of like the Blind Side. Yeah. Um, no, because nah. I think it's just like one lady, not some rich Sandra Bullock. Okay. I don't think Sandra Bullock is Fulton the mom. <laughs> Fun fact. Sandra <laughs> Bullock is not Fulton Reed's mom. So Fulton is just at Foster Homes and he gets on the straight and narrow and he plays hockey and like how does he So his does he live with other like foster kids and this mom just takes like a an interest in him or is he just like on his own? Or maybe it's like a single foster home, like a single like it's not his legal or it's his legal guardian, but it's not his like adopted parent. It's still a foster home, but they, I mean they just have one foster kid, you know. Maybe it's kind of that situation, or maybe one or two, or you know whatever the case may be. Yeah, but, I can see that happening. I can see it maybe being two, just like yeah. two boys or something like that. Shouldn't we see this lady though? If she's so like, well, she works just yeah. all the time. Well, not all the time. I mean, she's got a eight to five, or whatever. She's probably like a. Maybe she's a a nurse, or she works. She's a, a social worker. Or something yeah, like social worker. That would probably probably be right. Okay, and she just, so she just can't make it to any of Fulton's yeah. games, and he just he does he like her because he's always on the street, you know. I think he uh, he probably it's it's tough for him to show his feelings. So he likes her, but he's probably still a little bit reserved. And he's also really used to always being on the street, like always not being at home. So it's kind of like what he knows. Mm. You know, and then like she worries about him. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, okay, I could see that. Now, if you're worried about us, you know where to find us. <laughs> Thequarkdeck.com. That was one of my best. That was a solid transition. Uh, Thequarkdeck.com. Pod on Twitter, iTunes, five stars. You know what to do. We gotta we we gotta start rolling those five star reviews. They're coming in hot and heavy. So jump on board. Jump on the bandwagon, basically. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack.